You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly Martin, and this is episode 80. First of all, I want to update you a bit on last week's podcast episode, when I spoke about how sinus issues can be related to emotional issues, like repressed or unexpressed grief. And for me, it was more of a loneliness issue. Now, I also mentioned how I came down with a common cold and I was pretty bunged up in last week's episode. Now, what was amazing and confirmed my thoughts on the sinuses was that on day four of my cold, I had a lot of emotional stuff come up and I cried like a baby for at least two hours solid on that evening. Now, the next day, my cold was completely gone. No blocked nose, no sore throat and no residual fatigue that can last a few weeks when you get a cold. So by expressing verbally my fears and concerns while crying, I released the trapped pain and emotion in my sinuses and I awoke amazed that I had cleared what normally lasts around three or four weeks and it was clear in four days by simply releasing the emotions that I've been repressing. So I just wanted to update you on this, and if you're suffering with a cold or sinus issues, I highly recommend looking inward to see if you have any grief or emotional pain that needs verbalising, and maybe expressing through tears. And I'd also like to say, if you hear any noises today, Uh, My housemate's just preparing lunch downstairs, so I apologise for that. So now on to today's episode. Now in this episode, I'm going to talk about how how to accept that people are self-centred and that's okay. The challenges that come from relating to people and how most of us will experience self-absorbed people in every walk of life. But also by considering this, we discover that we can be exactly the same. I want to talk about how putting effort in and time into anything, be it a relationship, a business idea, a creative project, does not necessarily mean that those who we are relating to and working with will have the same passion or connection as we do. 
And it may feel like when the relationship or business or project ends, that we've been working with people who only care about themselves. It can be really hard to accept that in our human nature, we tend to want what we want. And while we may be compassionate and kind, sometimes our own needs will override common courtesy or appreciation. I'm learning this myself in relation to collaborations with other people. In projects, for example, when I ran the mental health radio station, I was very passionate about the idea and probably expected too much of it and I had very little human resources available to help me. But it didn't stop me feeling hurt when those who were involved just vanished some not even saying goodbye when I had to close the station. Those very people were insistent that they were so excited about the station and it felt to me like I'd pissed them off for ending it. Even though I did most of the work voluntarily, it was just so easy to view those who just vanished as self-absorbed and in it for themselves and to see myself from a more righteous place. And my ego could say, fuck them, they're just bloody rude. Pardon my swearing if you don't like swearing. And I did feel that way initially. People who were so connected and interested in my ideas, my well-being and my thoughts as a person suddenly were not there. Once the free publicity and investment was gone, it was... It made me realise so many things about myself and about how I took myself and my value for granted once again. However, it is easy to blame the other person for being self-absorbed. But in our very desire for them to be otherwise, we are being self-absorbed too. We are wanting the other person or persons to be there for us in our time of need. But I readily admit, after the station ended, I was heartbroken and it lasted a long time. And I was hoping that those same people who were part of the station would have stayed in touch with me. Asking if I was okay because I put so much effort in with regards to their work. But no, they didn't. And were they supposed to keep in touch? No, there are no shoulds here. It's easy to look at others and project onto them as wrong as and ourselves as more superior for putting the effort into something, be it a, a business, a project or a relationship, and expecting the other person to be distraught or supportive still once it's ended or we've had to let them go as they were before. But this is naive thinking. What pains us and makes us suffer is when we expect anything of other people, anything at all. It is in our attachments to expectations that other people must be what we want of them that cause us to suffer. Yet when we finally get to a stage in our life when we can look at others walking away as a rite of passage, as a natural progression as something they needed to do as part of their personal soul journey, and absolutely nothing personal to us, it is then that we 
feel an inner sense of acceptance and peace. Now, we can spend a, a decade blaming and believing we are being wronged and that we are more righteous and worthy of what we think we need. But by doing this and thinking this way, we negate the individuality of the other person or persons, their personal life path and journey and what they need. I've talked about friendships in other podcasts and how I have attracted many friends who are unavailable for more deeper, intimate friendship. Friends who were only prepared or able to see me once a month. Once every few months, some of them. And to them, that was friendship. To me, it was not because we never had the consistent time to develop the friendship. But in my sadness and at the breakdown of those relationships and the endings, it was very easy for me to project blame onto them. To see them as self-absorbed and self-centered. Instead of being true to themselves, following what they needed, it was nothing personal, even if my ego had me believe that it was. We can think if we follow a, a more spiritual path, that we will, we will become less self-absorbed, but this is not the case. Being human, it is, it's almost impossible to transcend the self, unless we become a Buddha, a monk living in a cave. But most of us haven't got the luxury of time and space to devote to this type of practice. When monks awaken, for example, they are without the ordinary day-to-day -day experiences of relating to family, to commercialism, to aggression, to war in the world, to generally relating to people. We need, we need to find a way to accept our humanity and understand that everyone behaves and acts based on their own path and often their own conditioning from earlier life experiences. Now, this is not to say that being self-absorbed is always a loving trait. Sometimes it can go into narcissism. Or even if someone is, for example, in a friendship, they may be doing, be in the friendship just to get something out of it instead of putting something into it. So it's coming from a bit of a one-sided place altogether. And for example, with my radio station, there may have been those who joined only to get something out of the station. Be it publicity, attention, whatever, instead of putting something in. That was coming from a not, not good place either. Now, I did try to stop this happening when I set the station, but sometimes we don't know it's happening until people walk away. And then you can see more clearly. And self-absorbed people who are maybe coming from a more shadier place, they tend to be more about their own success and are more concerned with their own image than anyone else they are working with. It is a lifetime lesson when relating to other people. We can continue living from a place of blame and holier than the thou, or we can take stock and own our own projections and see clearly. 
Yes, there will be people who are self-absorbed and doing so from a not great place. But equally so, there will be people who are self-centred and walking away, making different choices because it feels more loving to do so for them and for the bigger picture. And this has nothing to do with us at all. So the next time you're in a relationship, in a business, or collaborating with others and people walk away, for whatever reason, know it is okay. It is often not signalling anything personal about you, but more so about the other person and what their needs are. All you can do is grieve the loss, accept what has happened, and move forward once again. Don't allow the experience to weigh you down any further. Thanks for listening to another episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. If you have a question or topic you are struggling with and would like me to answer on an upcoming podcast episode, please get in touch. Your name will be confidential. Email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com or message me on Facebook via my page, Kelly Martin Speaks. And don't forget, if you feel that others are passing you by and the not good enough voices screaming loudly, pop by kellymartin.co.uk to find out all about my books, including book one, When Everyone Shines But You. And you can also support me via my channel on my podcast page on my website, kellymartinspeaks.co.uk, where you can donate via PayPal or you can buy me a coffee via coffee. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.